0: All right, so we got that
1: storm headed to Florida. Do we have a storm, a red storm, a red wave, a red tsunami sweeping the country? I think it's early, it's, it's too early. It's too early. And a lot of these things are going to be are going to be tight here tonight. You know, I, I just um, you know we've we've got a very divided country. It's another reason why we've got to be sure that we've got elections that are secure. You know, there's a, there's a balancing act between free and, and open elections and elections that are secure. What if somebody said we've got free and open ATMs for all the money that you earn? Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's the honor system. It's the honor system. You just take, take how much money out of the ATM you're supposed to get uh, from your employer. We trust you. We trust you. You don't have to show an ID. You don't have to have a four-digit code. How long do you think that would last? <laughs> you know, <laughs> same thing. With elections. So I, before we start calling, I do not know how this is going to go tonight. I would love to see Republicans win. You know, if, if you listen to me in the morning, you know, I work for Ronald Reagan. I work for George Allen. Uh, family's Republican. I'm Republican. I'm not going to try to, you know, be a fake and tell you I'm neutral because I'm not neutral. I'm partisan, but I think I'm pretty fair. I'm partisan, but I try to I, I try to be fair at least. Try to have all the Democrats on the air in the morning. Democrats didn't want to come on, with a couple of exceptions. Very few exceptions. Just totally blowing us off. So, you know, I don't know what to do. Try to be fair with you. But before we know what the the results are, Republican or Democrat tonight, I just want to be on the record once again saying the system the Democrats have put in place stinks. Even if we win tonight, this stinks. And no one should accept it. We should be looking to secure the election so everybody, Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, whatever you are, you're confident that it's one person, one vote, one time, in one place, each election. And that the the, the citizen, maybe I should mention that too, because there seems to be some concerns about whether we're going to allow people who aren't citizens to vote, that the citizen is still alive too, the dead do not vote I and mean, we it's time to take this stuff seriously and um, you know our our dear friends on the other side of the political spectrum they take it seriously they're playing to win and they've created a very loosey-goosey open system where they just say oh there's no evidence that there's cheating and then nobody looks to see if there's cheating <laughs> so you tell me whether people are spending 20 30 million dollars per, seat in the House of Representatives whether you think somebody would cheat. I've, I've been in politics too long. Somebody will cheat. And we should be setting up systems to prevent that from happening. And that's me saying that at the start of the night before I even know what the results are going to be. I don't want to look like it's sour grapes or gloating, depending on the results. Now, Thursday night, here in Richmond, we've got politics and pints. And my colleague, Jeff Katz, in the afternoon will join me on stage along with our resident Democrat, Howard Gutman, who served as ambassador to Belgium under President Obama, who's clerked for two members of the United States Supreme Court, has served in senior positions in a number of very high-profile organizations and institutions in Washington, including the FBI. And Ambassador Gutman uh, is with us tonight. So I know I've probably offended you with what I just said, Howard, but I welcome you to the program. What are you thinking? Do you have a prediction or you have thoughts or...
2: So I have lots of thoughts. So yeah, let me first address okay. Let me first address what you thought you were offending me. Because you believe you're fair. You're a good man. And you say things which seem who could be against security. Surely we should have our ATM machines secure. And people who are not as fair as you, but a little more um, more callous but but plotting, but wider thinking, understand that security becomes a surrogate for limiting the vote to those who can vote most conventionally. It certainly can. It can do that. The real tragedy, John, that should bother you if you truly believed in democracy, if you truly believed that our leaders should be picked by all our people, the, the tragedy is that 45, 35 to 55% of the eligible people will vote and pick our leaders. In Belgium, where I was ambassador, it's 95%. And the difference is they require you to vote. It is a crime not to vote. It's enforced. You get a ticket. You get a penalty if you don't vote. So they ensure if you're in this planet, you're in this city, you would vote. Instead of making it harder, they make it insured. If that were to happen here, of course, if that would happen here, of course, there would not be a single Republican winner. Because the 40 percent of the people who don't vote are the too poor, too uneducated. They don't have cars to go there. They don't have the kind of jobs where they can get there that would swamp it. That would be much like giving statehood to D.C. So the problem's not that elections are being stolen because the vote is too easy. It's just the reverse. But my belief is if we start talking about that, we'd never get the election. You'd go to break. So let me give you some (laughs) thoughts on tonight and at least how your listeners should look at tonight. And then as the night or the day, you know, the morning, and then they how they should understand these results. So first of all, jump to no conclusions as you watch, whether you're watching CNN or Fox News, and as results come in. You've got to understand what Donald Trump never understood. From that, he brought a complete election with stolen nonsense, which fair-minded people got caught up in, and now election deniers are running for... Office and there'll be more election deniers, and that'll be violence.
1: know. Oh, God, I hope Stacey Abrams in, will, ex- returns, will accept her returns, defeat tonight.
2: <laughs> Don't returns you? Returns <laughs> come in from different places, cast different ways. If you're talking about Georgia, if they're Atlanta votes, there'll be more Abrams. If they are rural votes, there'll be more Kemp. If they were early votes, there'll be more Abrams. If they were more a day of the election, there'll be more Kemp. So depending on which votes get counted first, depending on whether, as in Virginia, the the big cities come in last and northern Virginia comes in last, or whether they come in first, that will tell you how a lead gets evaporated. So our listeners should be smart enough to understand, no, it's not that I went to bed as Donald Trump and I woke up and someone stole my election. It is, if someone steals an election, we have sophisticated mechanisms now to track elections and the courts. And if there's hanky-panky, it'll be there. So do not jump to any conclusions for how elections are, uh, are being called. Wait, figure out where the vote is from, let's wait. Second, in, when all the nonsense people, when Jeff and John start, and Greg Henson, the station, start telling you what to make of this election, say, no, I'm smart enough, I can use my own head. What it really depends on, did, did Abigail Spanberger or Wexler or Luria lose today when they won the last time because Joe Biden is less, less popular? Well, let us look. Is it the same electorate as they had last time? Did the people who came out to vote in 2022 match the people who came out in 2020? And I can tell you the answer is no, that many people who vote in 2020 vote in presidentials, Prime. but don't vote in off years. They don't even know who Abigail Spamberger or Hung Kao are. They knew who Joe Biden and Donald Trump were, and they came out to vote. And that change in that electorate is way, way, is way more. More people fall off for Democrats it's young students. students at the universities are not voting on the Elaine Luria election. They voted for the Trump Biden election. They mm-hmm. vote every four years. Mm-hmm. It's the, the old, the working poor, the English as a second language. Those people fall off and off years. So if Abigail Stamberger won by 2% before and loses by 2% now, it's not because the population rejected Joe Biden. It's because different <laughs> people Howard, voted.
1: Howard, look every pre- every sitting president goes through a midterm election, and yes, there is drop-off every time. I mean, are you really going to come on the show and tell me that you don't think Joe Biden is uniquely unpopular at this no, moment? I, in his well,
2: I'll, t- I'll tell you who he's more popular than. He's, he, he beats uh, 22 people who matter. The 21 Democrats who could re- replace him in the one-on-one? And Donald Trump. So don't make the next mistake. I don't don't think that's correct. I don't think uh, that's correct. He's always good time ahead of Donald Trump. John, here's the thing. If you ask people, do they like me, I'm not going to have more than a 42% popularity. If they ask him, do you like you, you won't have more than a 42%. The only way we're going to know who's more popular is if they... that's about the cynicism of Americans. There is not an American running over 50% on his favorability. Donald Trump doesn't. Joe Biden doesn't. But if you asked, would you rather have Donald Trump or Marco Rubio? All of a sudden Trump's better. Well, you thought Marco Rubio was popular. He just won big tonight, but he gets beat by Trump. But Trump's favorability is 40%. So you've got to ask who. Among Donald Trump, or between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, would you vote for, and all of a sudden, let's take France. Macron had a 32% favorability rating, lower than Trump's and lower than Biden's. He won the recent election with 68% of the vote. The French don't like their politicians like Americans don't, Mm -hmm. but they had to pick one, they gave him 68% of the vote. So it's not about Joe Biden being unpopular. But if you do want to measure... Is Joe Biden
1: in your family... Because I've never heard somebody defend a loser who's failed the way – I mean, if, if he's in your family, then okay, I admire you defending somebody in your family. But other than that, man, I mean, this guy, everything he's touched has been a disaster, Howard. Just admit it. I know he's your friend from years
2: ago, but it's a disaster. Happy to debate that in a minute, but what I am John <laughs> is I'm not left or right. I'm analytical on the facts I would believe. So well, if you what, want to Okay, let me know, just ask
1: you what's the number one thing that you would say to someone to say Joe Biden is a successful president.
2: He well, the two biggest ones is domestically, he took us from a failing COVID stricken state oh. to a <laughs> Economic engine now his fifty year unemployment, uh, fifty year low of unemployment, twelve percent annual growth.
1: Oh, um, Howard, it's down, the same thing. If I walk in, the- if I walk in and put a plastic bag over somebody's head and suffocate them to the point where they pass out, and then they come, I take the bag off and they come back and I say, "I saved your life." That's what Joe Biden's. That's the comparison that you're making with Joe so, Biden. It's absurd. So
2: number one, he's put. If you want to know how America's doing, don't ask them, while you're taking your 67,000 trips in your car, are you bothered by gas? Say, how come you're taking 67,000 trips by car when you were stuck in your house for two years? Well, because we're all doing well. We're all working. Housing prices have soared. That means every seller's gotten it. For every buyer, that hasn't. Things not are attributed, Not. Uh,
1: Joe this Biden can't take credit open. for any of that. Except for except for the fact except for the fact that everybody who is working who's now you know gotta go back to the office, you know, commute, they're paying more. I mean
2: that's just so sad. Of course they're paying. (laughs) Of course they're paying more because they're they've got so much more they're spending it all. They're all vibrant. We are we are as buzzing as a society as we've been. That's domestically. Worldwide he took us from are the laughing you, are you stock you of to sp- the world.
1: Are you trying to spend inflation as a positive? Of course, they're uh, spending well, more. No,
2: inflation is the result of the positive. You can't have. You can't have. It's
1: a result of the spending point- from D.C., Howard. It's not the result. No, of there's no, nothing. The
2: spending for that. Well, I agree with you that that the Republicans needlessly gave money out during Trump won COVID. Trying to save his presidency, it didn't work. Trying to
1: save we're jobs, unfortunately, that. as people like Ralph Northam destroyed jobs. Well,
2: we're Trump. Yeah, yes, yeah. the Republicans gave out on to Trump, trying to save his presidency, and it caused us a little bit. But I don't blame them. Hmm. We were all scared then. But you can't Not blame them. I would the-
1: listen. If you had listened to me, we wouldn't be in this mess today. If you had listened to, uh, uh, I, I mean, I don't listen to every conservative talk radio host, but if you guys, I'm. <laughs> Who who were
2: terrified,
1: to Marco. terrified to
2: Marco Rubio and everyone who gave that away then, but let's and then de, gave, polit- gave, and then gave, the gave other so domestically, the, well, they, the Republicans sorry. gave out the Republicans gave out all the money in twenty twenty well
1: because they had to Democrats shut down the country state I, by state
2: So you said listen to them well we only saved everybody's life no we
1: didn't oh we didn't, oh, oh, everybody we didn't save everybody's life lives. no.
2: They were all dying because they were going out in Republican states without vaccines and dying. People, people we were we dying, people were dying
1: because Democrats, like the governor of New York, were sticking sick people with old people when all the data, if we'd oh, actually judged the data, God. indicated
2: that old people were the How vulnerable ones, Howard. How could you shut your eyes to medicine? The truth is, unvaccinated from COVID, massive death rates. You have your two shots, your two boosters. You get sick like the flu. The Democrats.
1: Most it, people got sick like the flu the anyway, unless you Not were a most, senior most, citizen or that, already sick.
2: 5% dying that were blocking up our hospitals.
1: Howard, but, I got to go. Um, but I really oh, enjoy on. talking That's to you. Too much no, fun! It is so. We'll see they you in person on, on Thursday, Thursday at Politics and Pints. <laughs> and I'm, I know Jeff uh, will. Is sorry that he missed this opportunity to talk to you, but we'll pick <laughs> it up on Thursday. Howard Gutman, uh, President Obama's ambassador to uh, Belgium and our resident Democrat
0: here at WRVA, come back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.